0: Good morning. Good morning. Hey, it's uh four thirty twenty-three. That's April thirtieth, uh, twenty twenty-three. Yeah, you know calendars. But it's it's funny. You always have to open your show. Well you don't have to open with the date and the time and all that other well, sense. It's not nonsense. It lets you know we're live. Anyways, this is Republic of Texas Radio. I'm your host, Steve O'Brien. Alan Crutcher should be joining us shortly. But I wanted to kind of bump the can, right, just to get things started. Yesterday, I went to um, a movie You remember those things folks you know there was a theater and we used to go there as kids and well maybe some of you still go to these things called movies i'm kind of selective on well when i go out and do that kind of stuff and it ain't the same it ain't but i did see a movie but it wasn't a normal thing it was kind of like you ever see a skeleton or something that's dead you know that once had life A movie theater that once, uh, well, in your memories, maybe, was filled with people and popcorn and energy and life out in the, you know, uh, auditorium or whatever you call the first part of the movie theater. You know, man, or life inside the theater. It's not the same, man. Something's dead. Well, anyways... Here's a song that I got from it, but it wasn't in the movie. Hey, uh, bring on Joe, Sam. Let's hear the song. so appropriate to me. And um, we'll get into that. Hey, Alan, you grew up on that song, too, right?
1: It brings back a lot of memories. Uh, Who was that?
0: That's Joe Walsh. Um, I thought
1: that was Joe Walsh. Yes. Analog Man in a Digital World. Uh, That's my song. (laughs) Oh. We all
0: it, it might be bleed through from that too, you know. Definitely. <laughs>
1: oh, I, I remember that song from that. That was long ago in the in the mid late '60s, somewhere in that range.
0: Well, it was um, created in um, 1973, right? It really okay. didn't get onto an album until '81 or something. At least that's what they're you know writing in the history books right you know but it's joe walsh is a history subject oh my god yeah he's a crazy guy right was a crazy guy is he still alive i doubt it you know that was pretty hard living back then being a rock star i guess but i don't know anything about it (laughs) you know Uh, You know, know, uh, uh, Joe Walsh, like I said, you
1: know, uh, know, the show that I had that I, you know, uh, Alan Judas Corner, you know, that my opening song was Joe Walsh, you know, um, analog Mm -hmm. man in a digital world, some 10-year-old smartass has to tell me what to do. Yeah, that's pretty much me.
0: Yeah. I, I really connect with that. You know, yesterday I was, I started this out and I'm talking about this because of, well, movie theaters you know yesterday i i finally found a movie that i could take my son to and i well i'm hmm really uh was it all good no but it was it all bad no right it was somewhere there but i wanted to share with him and you know he's he's going on 10 or he's around that age and um i i I already had an indoctrination into movie theaters, and definitely indoctrination is uh, kind of a key word. You got to understand we're being programmed everywhere, always, and often, right? The movie theaters have been a place of indoctrination, but there's something special about the movie theaters. And maybe it's just a, well, mind control aspect of it. You know, you walk into a big, wide open space and lots of people and energy and all this stuff. And there were people in my day that worked in the front of the the theater before you even got through the doors and you had to give them your money and go through and wait lines and stuff like that. That's not what today's like. You know, today it's kind of. Hey, hey Steve, you, do you
1: remember Saturday matinees? Where you where? You, where you go down and yeah. you, you paid a quarter, and you and you could sit in the movie theater all day long and watch like three or four different movies. You know, um, you know, it, it, it was, you know, in today's world, everyone just why, why go to a movie theater? I'll, I'll just stream it for free. You know, um, yeah, but yes, I, I can remember the old days, man. Quarter matinee, uh, sit sit all day long on Saturday when you were a kid, sit doing and watch or three movies and and, you know i i just recently saw a movie uh it's it's called destroy all monsters and you know it it, it was uh you know what the hell it had godzilla and godzuki and rodan and monster (laughs) zero um i I, i've not seen this movie in like 55 years i mean it was it's been kind of a wonderful experience you know re-experiencing some of this stuff you know the 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 old the old classics you know they, they were cheesy Yes, they weren't all computer generated, but you know, man, they were fun. They were just
2: fun.
0: Yeah, they didn't have to be too serious or anything like that. And it was, it is kind of neat to watch those in a certain aspect. But but you know, this movie that I saw, uh, Alan, uh, it was by this guy named. Uh, well, he's not by him the actor chris pratt was in it and he's done some pretty wholesome stuff and uh well he has his soapbox where he stands on and he goes i'm a christian i ain't gonna do that and these are my morals and i'm not gonna do that and you go okay yeah Uh, applaud the man right you're gonna live by your morals when are you going sideways and oh no alan he's definitely one of the good guys Oh, but he's uh, the son-in-law of uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. So <laughs> you're like, dude, um, hmm, how do I take that? Right? You know, oh, yeah, he just happens to be the son in law of Arnold Schwarzenegger. But Arnold Schwarzenegger's a good man. He's a rep. Oh, shoot. Yeah, he Where wants to kill freedom? all humans. Hmm. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm so tired of this stuff. But I did want to uh, let him see what a movie theater was because there was something special about popcorn. And I did notice that yesterday. They still have popcorn. And I wonder what's in the, the butter nowadays is it 100% butter or what, right? Right, because we've got simu food everywhere.
1: And Steve, this is in Fredericksburg. Is the movie theater is it reopened? Because I know no, it's during, closed. During COVID, it, it, it was just destroyed. Where, where'd you go to see a movie?
0: Oh, I had to travel for that, you know. I went to Kerrville. I went to Kerrville. It's a uh, forty-five minutes there and forty-five minutes back to watch a ninety-minute movie. It's kind of insane, you know. But it, <laughs> it's um, you know, he enjoyed it, right? You know, I enjoyed it when I was a kid. I yeah. loved it when my parents dragged me to these things. Uh,
1: hey, hey, hey! Do you remember drive-ins? Go oh, up, going yeah. and and pulling up <sighs> and putting the speaker on, on your window and, and and watching a movie at a drive-in. That, that yes, was, that was freaking great. I I love drive-in movies. That that was fun.
0: <laughs> you know, um, during the time of COVID, since you brought up COVID and drive-ins, you know, one of the one of the uh, biggest things that happened during the time of COVID here in Fredericksburg, Texas, was when our House of Representative. Put up a sheet on top of one of his uh, restaurants or a restaurant that he was in partner with in the middle of COVID while everybody was hiding in their bathrooms or wherever they were hiding. And he said, Hey, we're going to show a movie. (laughs) And and he had a drive in, right? And it was stupid and it didn't, it was hard. And, but people came out and, uh, well, because everybody was hiding in Fredericksburg. They were hiding from, each other or whatever i don't know they still sometimes pretend that this covid's still going on they're all did you know joe's sick i said oh no joe's sick they're all yeah well we just hope it's not the covid i'm like oh shoot if he gets the covid he's not gonna die right they're like huh uh well it could be the covid like did anybody in your life die of the covid they're like, huh? Well, so-and-so's friend's brother's sister died. I go, oh, crap. Are you sure it was the COVID? <laughs> Whatever. But, you know, movie theaters. Sorry, I got distracted by that. But, you know, maybe it's not distraction. Maybe it's not. Because uh, businesses created a lot of bad animosity towards customers during the time of the COVID I deal with it today in my own head, all the rude businesses that, well, um, attacked me, uh, Alan, whatnot. How do you deal with those people? You know, the, the, the I, counter I, folks. I do
1: not go in and spend my money in their stores yeah. anymore. That's I understand.
0: I That's the, the, I, I, totally. I, I, I know
1: I'm not actually hurting them because there are so many freaking morons that, that just come in and, and spend, you know, $20 for a hamburger. But I will never go in their place of business again. Because they shoot me out because I wasn't wearing a goddamn mask, and and, and I, mm-hmm. I, I looked at him and I said, "You can suck my blankety-blank.
0: <laughs> walked out. Yeah, uh, totally. You know um, that that comes. To, <laughs> uh, that's one of the stories, or well, the the COVID story is kind of like this one story that I've been following, though the, the Bud Light. Nonsense, right? Here's Bud Light. And I I do believe that this is a scam by Bud Light to produce something else, right? Um, They've been saying that uh, we hate women. We love men dressing up as women and making fun of women. And women say... We like men dressing up as women or pretending women. Oh, there's some transvestite news today. Well, I don't know if I want to get into it. Some of it's really and, and sick. And you know how
1: Budweiser's going to save themselves? They're going to hire Tucker Carlson as their spokesperson. And Tucker Carlson will be on the Bud Light beer, <laughs> beer cans
0: now. Maybe Yay, so.
1: It'll say Budweiser.
0: <laughs> but the Fairfax uh, I'm t- Bar I'm and tired Grill, of
1: Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson. Yeah,
0: I'm not gonna I'm, you so Tucker me. It. I just I didn't Tucker you. <laughs> so I want to talk Trump. No, just kidding. I want to talk Fairfax Bar and Grill. They kind of like uh, hit a note with me, and it's kind of fun, right? Because the Fairfax Bar and Grill, uh, they got tired of people saying, Oh, why do you got that Bud Light sign up?" you know i hate it and they finally you know go out to their social media alan and they go out there and they say if you guys don't like transvestites or whatever the hell they said right you know it's basically don't come to my bar we don't tolerate hate we hate you (laughs) and so well uh yeah so they stopped going to the bar right and then they're going oh crap Where's our customers? Oh, crap, right? And, and I see that in my town, too, you know, the, the Bud Light, you know, in the, um, the beer aisle. I walk by to watch the Bud Light, and I go, okay, how are these boxes oriented? Are they actually replacing them, or are they just moving them around? And I kind of wonder, and it's really not that much of a, a wonder. I know they're, they're facing a hurt, but this place, Alan, the Fairfax Bar and Grill, they told all their customers that um, they're mad at them and uh, go away. So now they keep trying to come back and they say some silly stuff, right? You know, and I always hate this, Alan. When somebody tries to apologize and they don't use real words, they kind of tiptoe around it. Here's one of their statements that said, um, a lot has been said, some correct and some incorrect. And I want to clarify my stance. It's <laughs> like, dude... Shut up and don't tap dance around it so they keep eeking out, trying to say, Come back, right? We're, yeah, I guess we'll let you talk about Bud Light, but um, we just need your money. <laughs> you
1: like, come on, dude. And, 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 and Steve, the, the thing about this <laughs> really? whole thing is, is that, you know, Budweiser uh, is owned by Anheuser-Busch, you know? And people, if they don't like Budweiser, they're going to buy, buy something and, and, else. And guess what? It's all owned by Blackwater, you know. Black like Rock, Vanguard, and State Street. You know, so mm-hmm. they're not they're not being really hurt. They're they're, they're just they're, no. they're just sticking their It's toes going another water.
3: direction. They're
1: they're just, they're they're just teasing and testing how far they can go with this insanity. You know, this sure. transgender shit.
0: Uh huh. And you know, there's always a backhand on it. You know, but it's still you know, is it fun for me? Yeah, a little bit right the first bud guy that i saw you know uh, right after that nonsense right i'm going hey, hey transvestite beer and he's going uh you know a uh, job <laughs> i'm going oh crap hate to have your job you know at that, that point but but you know if it's not here it's not there they're gonna sit there and uh, bud light will be the Bestest beer ever in another year because all the plebs, they're gonna they're gonna love it here in a minute. But they don't really know and that.
1: I remember the old days of Bud Light. Spuds McKenzie, uh, you know that 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 little dog man, he sold a lot of beer. Spuds McKenzie was cool. He, he he wasn't a transgender dog or anything else. He was just a a really cool looking dog man. Spuds McKenzie sold a lot of beer for Budweiser. Sure. I think somewhere around here, I'll probably still got a Spud's McKenzie t-shirt.
0: Hmm. Well, just wait in the future. Uh, who knows what the future is going to hold? Really don't know. Well, I don't know. Just go with Agenda 21. Uh, that tells you where the future is. I see it being built around us. Did you hear about the new um, God, housing authority that they're trying to... To put in uh, here in Fredericksburg?
1: Yes, Fredericksburg getting a public Mm. housing
0: authority. (laughs) Isn't that great, folks? We're going to have these people that are going to create slums. But they say it's not going to create slums because we need, what, 10,000 more uh, houses or uh, places for people to live so they can have their slaves that work in the stores and doing crazy stuff. Ah. Frustrating at we're, times. We're,
1: we're, we're going to build tiny houses. They'll be two hundred square feet, and it'll only be fifteen hundred dollars a month to live in a tiny square little, basically a, a basically
0: a job, Johnny. Yeah, it's going to be a little tiny thing. You know, they'll they'll plant them, and maybe they'll be stackables. You know, science fiction has showed us that um, stackable or, or, or housings about, are going to be how popular. About
1: pods, Steve, you, what was it in Austin that they had sleeping pods? where you could go and mm-hmm. rent a pod to sleep
0: in for the night and
1: uh, mm-hmm. uh it would
0: have, yeah it's, it's well the world yeah it, the, the pods may come back but they've got the corona that kind of shut down the pod business and folks by the way what alan's referring to was they're kind of sleeping tubes you know originally it was a japanese thing and you'd go in there and you'd be done with work remember when the japanese worked too much that was uh 90s early 2000s right the japanese culture was that of oh the corporation is mommy the corporation is daddy let's just work 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 then you get tired and you're at um, at work and so instead of going home you just walk down the street you hop in a pod you give it your credit card it zoop, sucks you into the wall and then go to sleep for a few hours. Then you can get back up, go to work. And hey, there you go. You will You're own done. nothing and you better enjoy it. Right. Yeah. And they had those in Austin, too. The Austin pods. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of like going, really? I don't know how I'd like that. You know, being inside of a wall or whatever and having a bed come out. Me getting up onto that dang thing and then getting sucked back in. But maybe they'll have a fan in there so I can hear some white noise or maybe some music. Nowadays, you can have your rectangle inside, but yeah, it definitely it kind of brings you know, up the
1: matrix to me, you know, uh,
0: pod people or, 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 yeah, invasion of the mm-hmm. body, centers. yeah. Everything is fascinating nowadays. Man, hmm, I don't know. Okay, let's, let's keep moving. You know, I heard last week's um uh, I didn't hear last night on um red pill politics with dave I didn't hear I his show I yeah i heard, i heard um <laughs> you know oh andy came him. on and he yeah. he he was talking about his wife who called in at the very end of the show right and uh, andy she she heard about uh dave's show from andy and um so it was, it was a great train wreck, I got to tell you, you know, because there was audio difficulties. There was, you know, a fight with Pat. Well, Pat was fighting with Dave. It's uh, But it was a great show all in all, right? And at the last minute or two, you know, Handy's <laughs> wife calls in all crazy. And she just goes off. And Dave's not even talking about anything near abortion. And she goes, well, why is Texas? Uh, and I'm like, well, Dave's not in ma'am, right, so why are you arguing this? But it's a big, big thing for a lot of people when to kill a baby, you know, and and I found out that it's about the right to kill, right, or now it's the right to do drugs and stuff like that, and I feel so bad for both sides of the whole thing. Now, technically, I really don't understand the, well, the nature of life. Let's say, you know, when I was a kid, let's just start with that. When I was a kid, they showed me a film in school. I hear the music and it was sperm cruising up, finding an egg. Ah, Yeah. We'll we'll try to start back there. Republic of Texas Radio. This is the biological edition. (laughs) (laughs) Be right back.
4: I am so excited to have you as part of the Wild Pastures family and we look forward to bringing you the pastures meats that you and your family will love now we started wild pastures because so many of my clients would tell me they just couldn't find high-quality pasture-raised meats and even when they did it was so expensive that they couldn't afford to eat it regularly now I'm not talking about the bottom of the barrel healthy meats that have claims like natural or free-range or even cage-free terms that were actually created by the industrial food industry to make us feel all warm and fuzzy about buying their low-quality products I'm talking about truly nourishing pasteurized meats, the kind that you'll never really find in a grocery store. Our farmers are doing things beyond organic. Our beef is 100% grass-fed and grass-finished and raised on pastures free from chemicals and other pesticides. Our chickens are 100% pasture-raised, where they get their natural diet of grass and forage and insects. We will never settle for free range, which is actually one of the most deceptive terms in the chicken industry. In fact, less than 0.1% of the chicken consumed in the United States is truly pasture-raised in the way that ours is. And our pork is 100% pasture-raised as well. So if you care about where your food comes from, then you have definitely made it to the right place. As a Wild Pastures member, you'll be supporting the most highly-principled farmers in America and getting the most nutrient-dense, nourishing, and sustainable meats in the world. But I'm confident you'll love being part of our mission at Wild Pastures, and you will really love the delicious, nourishing meats that we're gonna deliver straight to your door.
5: Visit republicbroadcasting.org and click the Wild Pastures banner ad. Secure a shipment today. Beef, poultry, and pork. Raised the way nature intended.
6: My name is John, I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the US, I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee that's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, You have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference.
0: Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's R E P U B one zero. Hey, before the break, I was sitting there talking about, well, uh, the right to kill, I guess. Right. You know, that's been imposed on our society. But the question is, what is life? Um, I was telling you a little bit about, you know, when I grew up, they showed a little video in sex ed class or whatever and they they show these polywogs swimming along, right? And then they all die on the way, right? But one polywog makes it through and finds an egg dun 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 and life is created. But I don't know that, right? Is that what happens as soon as the polywog hits the egg, right? You know, that, okay, when? When does that actually come through? You know, Alan would have more of a, well, at least biologically speaking, understanding of this, you know, because I don't know if it happens day once, you know, what, what, where's your head on life? When does life, uh, when is life life, you know, at that moment, six weeks later, something like that?
1: Developmental biology, was, was my forte, if you want to call it that. I, I did environmental, and then what I was... went into developmental. And, uh, and yes, uh, egg meets sperm, there's an instant reaction, life begins, the cell starts dividing, boom, you know, it, it, it goes You know, from, from, from one cell to two cells to four cells to eight cells, uh, and then, it, then it becomes a blastula, then a gastula, then a zygote, then an embryo, and pretty soon the baby comes out, you know, but life begins when the sperm meets the egg in my opinion yes there, that, that that's when life begins there's an instant reaction something some miraculous thing happens so when is it when is life it okay to,
0: when is it okay to kill You know, because because the whole thing with the abortion Roe versus Wade stuff. Right. And I know this is a touchy subject for everybody in this household. It inflames everything. Right. My neighbors, it inflames everybody. Right. The right to kill has been in our society forever. And I said, okay, let's do it. Um, the right to kill. If you can kill kids, you can kill Steve, babies. Steve, I, I, Steve,
1: I, I know guys. Actually, actually, one do... of them. Actually, one of them was in the Republic of Texas. You know, um, he, he he was a good old guy. You know, an older gentleman. But you know, he believed that that a baby is not a baby until it comes out and you slap its butt and it takes its first breath. Yeah. Up until that I... point, it's not a baby, and, and and this guy considered himself a good, you know, a church-going Christian. But it's not a baby until it draws its first breath. that was his belief you know yeah it just it it it, it just amazes me you know I, I i have no idea how he came to that conclusion or what what brought him to that conclusion maybe 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 he had not you know in his younger life he maybe he oh. had to have a child aborted because he had a little too much fun with a woman. I don't know, but you know it's it, it, I, I well, don't want to tell anyone else how to live their life. But I don't want to pay. I don't want to pay for their abortions. If they want to get an abortion, go to a back alley somewhere and and pay for it yourself and take the chances.
0: Don't make me pay for it. Well, and it's not about that either. Right. You know, they the the price of an abortion is a constant in the universe. We might as well coin money off of it. Right. Because somehow the price never went up, never went down. And, you know, it was a meat mill. You know, uh, right now the meat mill isn't working that well. Uh, I I don't think, right, because uh, all these different uh, states throughout the the United States, corporate United States, whatever, um, they're not getting the body parts that they used to a couple years ago or a year ago. That Mm -hmm. music? That is music. (laughs) Hang on, (laughs) the body parts aren't coming anymore. Hmm. Oh, saute- sauteed embryo. Oh, that's tasty. Uh-huh. Man. Yeah. Let's, what do they we'll use? We'll go on with this No, that's now. different. Yeah. Different rabbit trail. Be right back. Republic of Texas Radio.
7: You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting
0: Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org.
5: Don't become dependent on the medical system. Get and stay healthy naturally with Extendivite. Metals in the liver cause peroxides to get dumped into the bloodstream. Peroxides do more damage than free radicals to the arteries, and the LDL has no protection from peroxides, causing the LDL to get stuck in the arteries, creating a potential blockage. Extendivite slowly chelates the metals away from the liver so it can dispose of what was meant to be a harmless process Peroxide. Extendivite's seven herbs has a job to strengthen the organs and circulatory highway. Can you afford a heart attack? Extendivite is available in capsule or liquid form for just $69.95 for a two-month supply. To get started, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com.
8: Extend your life with
3: ExtendoVite Homeowners, are you in foreclosure expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today.
9: Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you.
5: Go to republicbroadcasting dot org and click on long-term food storage in the rotating sponsors banners to support RBN.
9: Simply clean foods. Do it today. So here we
10: fight all through the night. Republic of
0: me to Texas Radio. Hey, we're talking, well, the right to kill. And trying to get there. See, ah, one of my problems that I have with this whole argument about Roe versus Wade was before the, the Corona COVID thing, they were telling us that we need to start talking about post-birth abortions. And so, well, how far does that go? Did we talk about this last week, um, Alan? Did you say that Hillary Clinton thinks five years is a, a good time to judge people before you kill them? Was it? Did I remember that correctly?
1: I don't recall if we actually talked about it, but I do. I do remember hearing that they're talking about post-birth abortion. Up to like, you know, if you don't like, if you don't love your child by like a year and a half, you can have it killed, and and you're not actually killing it; you're just aborting it. Mm. Um, no, no, Steve. We live in such a twisted world, you know. And Charlotte Iserbeet, God bless her soul, um, you know. She she wrote about it, you know, in her book. She wrote about how they were going to do this and and how they were going to destroy the society, break up the family unit, you know, destroy everything that was good, you know, in in, in this country, in the society, in the America that we were given the illusion, once again, bringing up the illusion. We live in a life of illusion. Thank you, Joe Walsh. Um, Yeah, (laughs) the the illusion that we're being presented with and that we live in at this point in time, it's freaking amazing. Once you actually understand how they've done it and you watch the progression from people who who have, who have been on the inside and written about it and, and and predicted it, if whatever you want to call it, you know? Right. It's, it's freaking frick, amazing, and it's disgusting to it actually is. see this happening and not being able to stop it at all. We're, we're doing mm. what we can, Steve. All, all we can do is talk <laughs> about it, you know, because the point, the point for kinetic action has not come yet, but that will yeah. be coming sometime soon.
0: Well, okay, let's go back to the beginning of this conversation and take Andy in Texas. What's going on, Andy? You're kind of the beginning. Oh,
8: hey, there I am. All right, hey,, no, listen gentlemen, what a great show. Yes, okay, so i'm I'm fully on board with Alan there when, when the when the sperm meets the the polywog meets the dang egg, and there's a reaction there. That's the
0: beginning of life, is it not?
10: Okay, that's well, the beginning I, I'm of just life. asking
0: that question, you know. No, no, I'm, I, I, I think, think the that's the real is, question, the yeah. right to kill. When does the yeah, right no, to kill fall away? Yeah, no, I don't think there away? is a right to kill. Okay, so you'd never kill anybody.
1: Well, well, well damn, guys, I mean, I mean no, I, guys, mm. we, we, we have rules of warfare. You can kill me this way, but you can't kill me that way. Does that make any yeah, sense? Really. I mean,
8: hmm. Yeah, really. Yeah. Huh? You
1: know, it, it, nothing makes sense if you actually think about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
8: But no, Steve, <clears throat> you, get, you had me in stitches earlier, okay? When you said there's, a, there's this bar that wouldn't take the Bud Light sign out of the window, and then all of a sudden they decided to change it and stuff, and they said, we, well, no, well, we don't tolerate hate, but we hate you. <laughs> I know.
0: They are funny. <laughs> that, I, I, I love had those. stitches. Uh, the dichotomy of it all, Andy. You know, it's just an yeah. insane world.
3: Insane. Yeah, God,
1: God, it's, it's like it's like during COVID. You know, everyone everyone on Facebook is is afraid of being socially distanced by by you know putting the wrong tweet or the wrong Facebook thing out. Yet during the COVID, they socially distanced themselves and stayed six feet apart from each other. I mean, you know, it, it's just freaking insanity.
11: Mm-hmm.
9: But the
1: over the overall the
8: overall insanity is just overwhelming. Anybody looking from the outside in, because you're in you're in the know. I'm in the know, Alan's in the know, (laughs) everybody who's listening is kind of in the know, what we we think we know,
0: but we kind of feel like we're in
8: the know, and we're looking inside instead of out.
0: It's a lonely life. You kind life. of reminded me of the the COVID nonsense, a story my mom told me once. And uh, we've got other callers, so we're going to move along in a second here, uh, uh, Andy. Um, but I want to put this one out there. My mom arrived at a uh, a grocery store during the COVID, and she gets out of her car, and this gro- grocery store requires that you put a quarter in to get the uh, the push cart, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, so your shopping Albee. cart. And so she's like, I don't have a quarter, and this old man is walking down, and she goes, hey, hey, and he goes, what? And she's not masking, and he's masking. says, excuse me, but I don't have a quarter on me. So, says, can I take that cart? You're done with it. And he says... Oh, my God, you don't have a mask on, and you're talking to me. I haven't talked to people (laughs) in months. She says, It's okay. I I get that a lot. And he says, Well, everybody's so afraid of people. She says, It's okay. We don't have to be afraid. And she talked to the person like he was a human. And, you know, she said he was about crying because he, you know, everybody was afraid of him because he's old, right? Oh, I don't want to kill you. Run away. (laughs) Just be a dick. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. All you right. you so, got hey, the last so, word. Go ahead.
8: Uh, okay, here's here's the last word. Hey, these two gentlemen, Alan and Steve, are wonderful people. Everybody should meet you.
0: That's you guys smoke. have a great
8: day. You're
1: blowing smoke,
0: you know. <laughs> but uh,
1: thank no, you.
8: No, I'm not blowing smoke. I know yeah. you.
1: Do. Okay. Well, uh, well <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll blow smoke rings out of my butt. Um but, uh,
0: yeah, Thank you, Andy. Dude, yeah, we're talking yeah, no, about you know,
1: what, 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 uh, I, what I life. really love, Steve. <clears> was yeah. in, I I think it was Walmart. where where it's like you you went in and you looked at the floor and it said, you can only go this way up this aisle.
11: (laughs) You remember
1: that? You know, you can only Mm -hmm. go one way up an aisle. And and, and I'd see like a a little lady and I'm like, ma'am, do you Mm -hmm. understand that you're not going the right way? And she's like, what? I'm like, look at the floor. It says you can only go this way up this aisle. I I said, you're breaking the law. And and I I had some of the most interesting conversations with people just, just from that little experience.
0: (laughs) <laughs> it, was, the, it was funny but it
1: was sad at the same time it was the
0: best of times it was the worst of times yep. is that how that yep. goes there you go there you go i know thanks andy appreciate the call all right let's move on mr red pill politics himself dave kopek <laughs> welcome to the show
2: it's good to hey, hear good morning guys i wanted to uh when when you put out the uh, a uh, question on when life begins. I was uh, listening to you guys, and and I just had to chime in on that. So thank you for for taking yeah. my call. Well, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I heard a presentation by a black doctor here in Massachusetts a number of years. It was just phenomenal, and I'm going to uh, get him on again to describe this. But he was just so eloquent in describing the beginning of life. And when you look at the, our Constitution, uh, every word in, in reference is to individuals, individual rights, um, due process for the individual and not the collective. Um, the Bible is all about uh, total respect for human life and the individual. So, you know, when does that begin? And you have the, the two contributions. You got sperm and eggs each are uh, absolutely unique in their individual and their genetic contributions. And uh, miraculously, we've all heard that term, the spark of life. Well, you know, now with technology being what it is, you can actually see that point, is those millions of sperm go after that one egg. You know, why is it that there's not many multiples that make their way in to fertilize that egg? Well, there's something that happens at that moment, the very first one. Sometimes there's twins, don't get me wrong, but in most cases, when that first one enters, and you can see it, the technology today allows us to see when those, the very split second, those two genetic contributions come together to become an individual, there's a visible, literal spark in the shell of that egg hardens and prevents all the others from coming in. The individual is born, and from that point on, you have individual rights. You're, you know the health of that uh, that new life, um, granted, is in in the hands of the mother. At that point, she's got a responsibility now for two lives, but the the unique combining of those two. Uh, unique uh, genetic contributions can be seen. We can see it now. It's absolutely miraculous. The spark of life, real. Thank you, Dave.
1: Thank you. I, I, I've, I've yeah. watched that many times under a microscope myself. As soon as that sperm penetrates the egg, a haploid cell meets a haploid cell, and and, and it blocks off any, anything else, and and, that, and and there's a spark of life. Things start happening. You know, uh, it, it, it's it's the, the, the marvel of nature. We are wonderful machines. Our bodies are wonderful machines. You know, and and, and that spark of life. Yes, when egg meets sperm, but a boom, but a bang, life life starts right there. There's an instant reaction. You know, like, like you said, it, it shuts off any other sperm being able to penetrate the egg, so, so. Ex, except for in very rare circumstances. But but yeah, you know, this is what this is what I, developmental biology. This is what I did. I understand this perfectly.
0: Nope. Um, no. I just think to- that since since uh, the whole Roe versus Wade thing has been coming down the last what you know, year or so, uh, there aren't enough conversations about life. Right. And the right to kill and the right not to kill. Right, because well, we've been living under this world of Roe v. Wade um, since what forever, well, at least my whole lifetime. Right, you know, I remember them burning uh, abortion centers because they were mad that they were killing people. Right, well, they, to them, they weren't killing anybody, but we got, went so far with killing babies and people um, that we were talking about killing children after they're born right you're like well that one doesn't meet my specifications eh let's just start over again we were that heading long there long and uh dave i think we're heading back there once this whole thing flip flops again i don't know what do you think you think that they're uh, gonna mean, to pick, overturn we've to return
2: we've got many years of uh silent consent to make up for um i mean when this started you guys were uh, uh, old enough to remember how they sold to us the the concept of abortion I mean at yep. first the mention of it the mere mention was a, 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 abominable it was horrible to even think about but they just kept pressing and pressing and said oh we don't like this either but you know this is only for rape <laughs> and incest and, and look at where we slid. as soon as they got their foot in the door now it's not just for rape and incest now it's for youthful irresponsibility it's a, a form of birth control. In yep, you're stop, right, you are yep. people They get up on a stage with a microphone and will tell you that if you're poor and you don't have money, that the, if, and you have children, say you have three children, that it might be the most humane thing to do. And they figured up to about the age of two um, to put the, a pillow over the child's head, that their quality of life was crap, that it was going to lower the quality of the life of the children they already had, and that it was the humane thing to do, and they figured that wow. at that age was about two years old. So you know, in Canada they got suicide pods uh, for people like right. you and me. So this disrespect Hey, 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 hey Dave,
1: Dave how, how about this one?
2: Uh, if, if you kill a woman and she's
1: pregnant. You get killed. You, you get charged for killing her and her unborn child. Yeah. Yet, 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 that woman can kill her unborn child and not be charged with murder.
2: Yeah, Peterson case established that. Yeah, he mm. got charged with two murders: the his wife and the baby she was carrying.
1: Right. Y- 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 she y- she could have gone to a doctor and had her child killed and not be charged with murder.
0: Mm. Right yeah but yeah. you know, and I like this conversation to a certain extent, right? I wish there were more conversations like this, but what about then we go into that actual the intent, the rape, and uh so forth, right? does a woman now who was violated, attacked have to continue the damage as far as carrying the child of somebody that was uh, mean, hostile, uh, aggressive, um, a dick, I don't know what the right word for it, a rapist, right? You you carry it full term and then, what, adopt it out? Um, So her penalty for doing nothing wrong, perhaps, uh, her
1: penalty for doing nothing wrong is... We have to walk,
0: Steve. Yeah,
2: I I just don't don't know. know. That's a a sad thing when anyone is violated, um, especially in a situation like that, uh, but first and foremost, I would uh, ask you: How many armed women have been raped and impregnated? Hmm. All right, that's number one. They've disarmed uh, the intended victims here. Well, hell,
1: um, if, if, if they shoot the rapist, they
0: go to jail. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Like, no, like, not a huh. Okay, Dave. Yeah, so. I,
2: I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: No, I was just saying you go for it because I was going to make a stupid joke, and that's just inappropriate We're being serious.
2: Well, you know, think back. I mean, we all do a lot of research online preparing for, uh, for our shows and our content, and we've seen our elected officials, our public servants out there on Twitter and such every single day commenting on this issue with their concern for women and i have made a, a an a concerted effort to go to their specific page groom through every comment that they've put up there looking for even one instance where they suggested abstinence all right and they are they are right. one solution uh monsters their only solution the irresponsibility and rape and incest and more irresponsibility is to kill babies. They never uh, encourage these women to, uh, you know, keep their damn legs together, uh, to have discernment in who they have relationships with. That's not taught anymore. Uh, schools have taken that over in their sex ed program. Parents stopped instilling that in their children. So, yeah, now you've got a government that sexualizes them and then quickly kills their mistakes. It's unbelievable.
1: The, the mm-hmm. destruction of the family
0: and the moral turpitude of our whole society. Yes, my friend. It's all been... Oh. To. That just brings up the New Order of the Barbarians, right? The, uh, what was the guy's name? Lawrence Dugan or something like that? They wrote the New Order of the Barbarians, and it was from a an abortion seminar back in the 60s I believe it was eh, I, I can't so, remember yeah. all the details but they were talking about sex how you were just talking about sex um, uh, Dave and they were saying that sex they they studied sex and they studied it and tried to manipulate people because they wanted to reduce the population oh, the I, report I, Woo-hoo! yeah and they, they sit there and go well, we can't get people to stop having sex, so we're going to hypersexualize them, and we're going to use abortion to, you know, cull the, the you know, amount of people down. That's fascinating. Cool. You know, it's all intertwined. I don't know what to do with it. I really do. I, I really don't, I mean. Uh, do we talk about it? Do we not talk about it? Uh, you know, the right to kill? <laughs> I know. two things, you you have government
2: who is really...
0: Uh, they have uh, the right to
2: kill. Uh, well, uh, no, they don't. The jury has the right to, to take a life. <laughs> uh, All
0: right, Dave. Well, hey, appreciate you. Um, listen, uh, Saturday night's Dave Cope back. Red politics. Thanks for your call. I love Dave's show. I listen every Saturday.
12: plus products at the best prices is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org, and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store, or call us
5: 800-724-2719 extension 3 800-724-2719 extension 3
0: Republic of Texas radio hey I'm gonna agree with uh, Dave Kopeck in his last statement when we were leaving uh, the government does not have a right to kill it, but they do it anyways right you know it's just the nature of government so hmm anyways we got a lot of calls so I'm gonna keep you guys um, on over the top of the hour feel free to call into the show 512-248-8252. did that sound like a robot hmm who cares? Joe, Joe in Louisiana, welcome to the show.
11: Hey, how you doing there, fellas? Great show. I'd just like to make about four comments to add, and i get off on the line here. And uh, Anyways, uh, good morning from the great Republic of Texas. And uh, <laughs> I just want to say that life begins at the quickening. Uh, it's pretty obvious. Uh, this abortion issue has been going on not for the last one or two years, It's been going on since 1972. They have completely weaponized it. Um, Second point is great video. You could still find it on YouTube. What really happened at Waco? It was a Waco survivor. Your government Mm -hmm. can hit you with VX gas, uh, perfectly legal inside the United States, uh, but they they do have a license to kill. Uh, They Mm -hmm. murdered 19 children there at Waco.
1: Yeah, I, I, and, these, uh, especially if your property borders the Bush's property, where, 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 there are, where, there, where they, they were recording plane flights coming in at odd hours of the night, uh, kind of like freaking Mena, Arkansas. That's what, that's what that whole thing was really about.
11: Yes, yes, good points, good points. Yep. And, uh, you know, we just live in a dystopian world, a very dystopian world, it's a world turned upside down. I like to refer to it as a pirate society. And in my last note, I'm, I'm actually uh, right around Morningsport. And uh, if you ever get up to Morningsport, uh, right, right along uh, what's the Sabine River, uh, there's the very last oblique that says, in lies the end of the United States in the beginning of the great Republic of Texas. Hmm. <laughs> and uh, I just wanted to throw that out. And, uh, hey, I love the program and uh, keep up great work. Fellas, hey, and, how do you define uh, well, the, the quickening, by the way? Is that well, like what Alan was be talking the about? the coming together. I believe, I mm-hmm. am not a woman, okay, but I believe it's the first six weeks, generally about the first four to six weeks of life. You know, and, I, and obviously, okay. uh, you know, families don't want the, the state imposed on them. You know, if their wife was to get raped or, you know, incest or things like that. I mean, for Christ's sakes, in some uh, in some states uh, like California, you got to pretty much to shoot a guy that comes into your house. You got to aggress four different rooms, let him come in, fondle your wife before you can shoot him
1: Yeah, you uh-huh. know, yeah. yeah. And, so and and, uh, and, and and when does life begin? Is it when it's a blastocyst, a gastrule, a zygote, an embryo, or a baby? You know, you know. You know? Yeah, there, there, I, there are I, developmental I think changes. There, I, see, I, I did this yeah. stuff. You know,
11: I know. Right. This. Yeah, and I, I I don't know, I'm not a woman so you know, don't quote me when the quickening <laughs> begins, but uh, you know, yeah, just go, go ask any woman, should they uh-huh. You know, well, I'm just asking room.
1: the question. You know, I, I, I hear love you, brother. your accent, man. You, you, you sound like you sound like one of my friends up in the Missouri, uh, up in the Arkansas Ozarks. <laughs> I, just, I, I, just, that. I just I just love country people. I love your accent. Thank you.
11: Thank you, brother. Uh, hey, I get off the phone, and you get all more right. callers,
0: and have a happy Sabbath.
3: Take care, man. Okay, appreciate the
0: call. Hang on, folks. We'll be right back. Republic of Texas Radio. Hour two coming up.
4: Made sure that their brothers and sisters were clothed and fed Praise the Mother Earth and the Father Sky Paid attention to each little blessing in this life Had a more intimate connection with the spirit world Learned as a community and equally taught every boy and girl
10: Hello, I'm Dr. Leonard Horowitz. I was right 30 years ago in warning the world about threatening lab virus outbreaks, AIDS, and Ebola. I was right 20 years ago when FBI Director Robert Mueller made me a suspect in the anthrax mailings because I warned the bureau before the CIA's biocrime and Cipro sales psyops happened. I was right about COVID-19 being an AIDS-laced mutagen planned to resurge this fall to excuse officials' profitable depopulation globalization agendas. And I was right about the only safeguards being antioxidants and holy spiritual sustenance. Vitamin C, D, zinc, chlorophyll, oxygen, and oxysilver especially transmits the frequency resonance to neutralize the expanded function bioweapon. weapon. silver is a double superconductor of the healing power of love. It is the first nutraceutical invented to amplify prayer power and the faithful loving intention of your heart. Buy, try, and stockpile oxysilver through HealthyWorldStore.com. You can't handle the truth!
11: You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit RepublicBroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth.